Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Sunday. You know what that means. It's another AEW Week in Review. It's me, your boy, Big Tasty, joined, as always, by internet firebrand Aaron Suckliff. How's it going, mate? I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or a dig. <laughs> resplendent, uh, resplendent with your vibrant pink hair. Yeah, the, the hair is back. It's pink. It's a bit brighter than last time, but it's, it's a fine. bit. I mean, that's that's <laughs> lately. I had to like turn the brightness on my monitor when you popped up. Ah, <laughs> uh, and to folk listening, you will see it on the Halloween Habit live stream. Right, yeah. On my birthday! So if you want to see Aaron's mad pink hair, check out our well, birthday boy Aaron's magic pink, mad pink hair. Um, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, buy some new clip, maybe buy some new clippers for your birthday, mate. Treat you. <laughs> even the short side bit's got done. <laughs> you've done everything, you've done, even like the little, the little fluffy sideburns you've got there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hot stuff. Uh, right, so this is a scant three hours of AW program this week. We've been had off by, by a whole hour. I've spent all day between watching AEW and dyeing my hair. <laughs> well, so, well, Courtney did it for me, but so I literally I, sitting there. I got in from work at five. I had to cook a roast. I had to watch Dynamite and also try and somehow take in the fact that Liverpool were battering Man United 5 0 at Old Trafford. Yeah, I, I so, saw that. <laughs> to say I've had an eventful couple of hours since I got in from work has been a, a bit of an understatement. <laughs> the fans walking out at half time. Yeah, at least they have plenty of time to go back down with anyway. <laughs> wow. Oh. Anyway, uh, it's another back it's another back to front week this week, so we're starting with Rampage, um, because that was on the Friday, Dynamite was on the Saturday. So this was all because of the NHL, I believe. Is that what it was? I just uh, assume basketball because it's usually so. basketball. Well it, and it was weird because this is also the Jericho Cruise is now happening, isn't it, with quite a lot of AEW stars involved. Is it not happening this week? I'm Jericho, sure. Jericho Cruz. Is happening? Is it right now? It's right now. Yeah, Danhausen just put a it's picture. Right so Danhausen just put a picture of an owl that like it just perched on his balcony, oh, in the middle Chris. of the ocean. Ah, uh, that'll be why Chris Jericho is now there. I mean, Dan, Lam- Dan Lambert literally mentioned it. Ah, uh, he, uh, he did. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> This Jericho Cruise 2021 because it's just coming up 2022. Well, I'm guessing it'll be back by Wednesday because they have te- it's live on Wednesday, down It's not pre-taped, and they need like wrestlers to do it. Are they not doing a? I'm surprised they're not doing a rampage in a dynamite on the cruise. To be honest, I don't think they want to be. Um, maybe with, I don't know, maybe it's a COVID thing. Maybe they, they don't want the extra personnel having to come on. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's too much. They're at sea just now. People also ask, 
Does Chris Jericho own a cruise ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a parking spot yeah. and he's not using it. <laughs> Just in his back garden. Right. <laughs> right. So oh, we'll crack, we'll crack right. straight into Rampage. Because um, we did start with that this week. And we actually start off with the first match of the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Yep. No. No. Before you go properly in this match, I've seen a sign, right? Oh, no. Sometimes we are going to talk about in this show and sometimes we're not going to talk about Oh, just talk about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, tenacious Tyler equals ratings, right? Do you know who Tenacious Tyler is? I don't know who that is. I'm assuming it's right. local. I imagine some sort of local indie guy. Yeah, it's not even a wrestler. It's just a mark for himself, like that Everton guy, oh, basically, right, right. is the moral of it, right? So he's got 11,000 followers on Facebook. He's from Florida, right? But in July of 2021, right, he got this tattoo, right? Hollywood Hogan for life, NWO, on his calf. Like, that size. Right. So so he's got a Hogan tattoo So what, what, So what you're telling me then is he's like the, <laughs> he's like the wrestling version of Riff Raff. Like, no one yeah. gives a fuck. No, he's from Florida, no one gives a fuck about him. He's done some stupid tattoos and now he wants to be famous. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And he's going to be played by James Franco in a movie that loosely based on his life. And we've just gave him more publicity, but it's fine because we mocked his tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Please disregard everything we said over the last 90 seconds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I mean, this match was certainly, yeah, the way they booked it, um, I think it made a lot of sense. Um, if you haven't seen the match, basically Hobbs just batters the shite out of Orange Cassidy from pillar to post. Yeah. Sympathetic baby face, Orange Cassidy. I mean, Orange has got his ribs taped. Way to go. He's selling the injury from the ladder match the other week, isn't he, when Mahardy put him to the table? Yeah, and he's got a ice pack as well on his back, or yeah. something along those lines, anyway. Yeah, some sort of, like, yeah, sort of soothing equipment. And Matt Hardy's yeah. in the crowd as well, looking looking concerned. Was he in the crowd? I I've seen him like was on they, TV, but... They cut the camera to him. I just assumed he was in the crowd. They cut the camera to him yeah, a few times. It was they? hard to see where he was, because you couldn't see him around the ring either. It was weird. But... So, yeah, so the story of this match, basically, Hobbs is just beating the piss out of him. Um, and he looks really good doing it. Hobbs just... I mean, Cassidy's one of those guys. Like, if you're a guy like Hobbs, you just want to throw around, because he's he bumps really well, doesn't he? And it's like, he, he makes Hobbs look really good. Yeah, there was no putting hands in pockets in this match. No, none of that. Well, they none did. They did do a really nice at the very start. Um, because obviously Orange and Hobbs wrestled last year in July. Yeah. Yeah. And Hobbs like charged at him and Orange just ducked him. Kale throws hit the orange punch and pinned him in like eight seconds. Yeah. And they, they did they re- re- recreated the start of this match as the start of that match, but Hobbs has obviously learned and just beat the shit out of him basically. Yeah. I mean, as fair, the fact that they've went back and went, okay, we'll do that. Crazy. So as Hobbs as Cassidy goes up for the orange punch, Hobbs just grabs him the spine bus <laughs> and it's like, all right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> to to be fair, when we got further in on the match, it was a good match. I was enjoying it. Just Hobbs battering orange. I loved, Cassidy. Um, when he put him in a torture rack and Jericho was popping yeah. for it. Jericho popped like mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only issue I've got with the match is Jericho and Starks constantly arguing. There was one point they argued about his pyro, like almost hitting the Starks. And it was when 
like Hobbs was properly getting into his groove of beating Orange up. And yeah, it's like, come on, just put over Hobbs, man. Maybe like, talk about it. the match a little bit. Like, yeah, it's it's a great. It happens every week on Rampage with Jericho, anyway. Yeah. So um, so the match come to an end where Hobbs was really beaten on, on Orange and like got him in the corner. And Bryce came in and was telling him to back off. And then I think, um, I think Bryce took Bryce puts his hands on Hobbs first, doesn't he? And like pushes yeah. him back. So then Hobbs just picks him up and like shoves him into the other corner. <laughs> Doesn't even as like picks up, walks with yeah, him, and, just and places, places him. him. <laughs> oh, it's, um, so then would that would that count as like a DQ? <laughs> I mean, it's hands on an official, but it's not. He didn't cause him any harm, did he? Uh, I suppose. Like last week, you had Suzuki like buttoning down his shirt for him. That is also true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, so while this is happening, uh, Hobbs is like losing his nut. Basically, he's like screaming and shouting at uh, Bryce, and so Hook comes up and like starts trying to tell Hobbs to calm down on the apron. And then as Hobbs sort of turns around, Cassidy rolls him up to the mousetrap and picks up the win. Has anyone kicked out of the mousetrap? I don't. Honestly, I don't think so. I mean, he, I don't he, think he, doesn't, have. he doesn't hit it very often, does he? But no, when he does, it always seems to get the win. So, I, so yeah, Cassidy, I like it that a roll up is a finisher. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I like a lot. I like a lot of things this match. I liked, I liked how well Hobbs looked. You know, he looked really good. He, he got to yeah. hit all the big moves, which was great. Um, I like that Cassidy snuck it because it's it's, it's obviously it helps his character out. Makes yeah. him seem like a bit of a legit because, like, especially in the next round, now he has to fight. Well, presumably Moxley. It's going to be Moxley. And well, if, if, Moxley. if, if he gets past ten, <laughs> <laughs> but it gives it gives you just that little seed of doubt that Cassidy could do for Moxley what he did to Hobbs here. Yeah, I mean he won't. Hobbs is uh, Moxley can absolutely murder him. Mox is going to just break his back. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm just gonna rip his ribs out and fucking play him like a fucking xylophone. That was Carrot Top's finisher in Celebrity Deathmatch, the game. <laughs> yep. And he just ripped the bones out and played it as a xylophone. <laughs> There's a reference for four people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't believe that just came in anyway. Love it. And yeah, and I think yeah, I think it protected Hobbs well because he, he this because like I said. 90% of the match he was completely in control of. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it was just that mousetrap that saved the day for him. Yeah. Like, Hobbs even went after him as he rolled out the ring. Oh, and After that's the bell rang. Yeah. Cassidy got out the ring and Bryce also got out the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't have any of that. No one wanted none of that. <laughs> uh, so next up then, we had uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing uh, Alex Abrahantes and Penta. On Phoenix's kayfabe injured because of the beating he got, well, the belt shot he got last week off um off Dax. Yeah. Uh, so I like this. So they come out and like Penta's got his belt on, like around his waist, and Alex Abrahantes just holding the other one like over the air. Just got Phoenix's belt like constantly. Just uh, yep. I'll pretend I'm the champ for the week. Alex Abrahantes gives me fucking life, man. I fucking love him. Yeah. All right. It's a whole Penta says thing. It, is, it gets away with it. See, that's all he does. It's the only thing he's needed for is when yeah. Phoenix isn't there. It's great. 
so they, they, they go to start like talking and as soon as they start basically they stop because Penta spots two guys in the crowd who are wearing the same masks that FDR were wearing last week the super super the super runners yeah super uh, that one super frogs but I mean it's plain, it's plain to see that they look nothing like FDR in their body shapes definitely not <laughs> I, I mean the skin tone was wrong <laughs> for a start <laughs> But anyway, Penta runs into the crowd to, to sort of unmask them, and he does, and they've got some weird, they've got some rando jobbers. And as they're doing that, FDR attack them from behind. They take out Penta, and they, they're the bastards, they even take out Alexander Hunters. The pricks. Fucking villains. Guide. But then, Pac comes down to have a big fight, and he clears the ring. You, you, I always forget that Pac's with them these days. <laughs> You never see them anymore. So as, as soon as well, he comes out, it's like, oh yeah, they're a thing. Especially now with the Luchros being tag champions, like because they were yeah. always like doing their thing, tag team title thing, aren't they? Whereas when they yeah. when they weren't champions, they'd interchange and you'd have like two out of the three tagging. But now it's going to be just the Luchros. Ain't no free power drill in this company. No man, which is weird. You think this is the third company that would really embrace it? But mm. no. no. Okay, so next up we have a second match. So we have Britt Baker versus Anna J. Hi. Anything about this no. one, Aaron? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, uh, just I've I've got positives in this match. I've got negatives as well. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. Like, there's a couple of spots that are really good. Um. Are we just going to the match? Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want? You I, re- I also uh, I, re- I really liked. Um. How they tried to. How Anna was like so focused on locking in the Queen Slayer. Yeah, that helped later on in the match. Yeah. Uh, before. We got to the Queen Slayer spots. There's a very nice back heel by Anna on the apron as Baker's in the ring. Like she turns on the apron and just yeah. sticks her leg out and it just hit perfectly. Uh, she hit a really good DDT as well. Uh, my issue is Anna J, like she times awkwardly, like she waits before doing things that makes sense yeah there was a few times she was she'd done it in this match I think that's just a bit experience because like I mean yeah. I'm not a wrestler I'm not an expert but you watch like Kenny and the books and like they'll they'll go into a move knowing that they know the opponent's going to be in the right position by the time it hits I mean I mean Ruby Solo's got all the experience and she still does it yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't know if it's like a safety thing whether they wait for them to like be set and ready before they do the move yeah and it makes I know, I know what you mean. It makes it seem a little bit choreographed, which obviously it is. But you know, yeah, like then that. When, but when, that, when you watch like Adam Cole and Jungle Boy and the books, and Kenny, they just do it so fluid. Yeah, yeah, they 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 they, they, they start the move when something's already happening, knowing and trusting that the, the opponent's going to get to the right place before the move hits. Yeah, and when and when you've seen when you spent so long watching that like seamless like bang 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 wrestling when you see it the other way it, like you say it sort of stands out doesn't it? It, it it just it just stood out a little bit it, it wasn't it didn't take away it doesn't make, no, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make you want to turn the match off it just you've seen it it was like okay you, you don't basically you just don't really want to see them just waiting to do the yep. next thing um now we get onto the great transitions into the queen slayer like ridiculous constant Try to get in, gets Queen Slayer in first, but Brett Baker's quickly at the rope, and then all you are trying to get it in constant. Yeah, yeah. There was a great uh, little, there was a great transition then where 
Um, Britt got um, Anna Jay in the crucifix for a pin. Then Anna Jay reversed it. And then as Britt kicked out, she sort of like locked it straight to the Queen's Day, which was really nice. Yep. Then you had another, she yeah. got, so that was one where Britt sort of like managed to get back to her feet. And then she got back into the Queen's Day again, but um, Jamie Hayter distracted her. So we had yeah. a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of interference. And then finally, um another Queen Slayer. Britt was trying to use the turnbuckles to break out of it, but she couldn't. And then she eventually managed to sort of and it was a lot of like good move work by Anna to like using the ring and like pulling Britt around away from the ropes yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. It was like it was like roll up, it was like pin and reversals, but she was constantly in the Queen Slayer position. Yeah. Every time she finished it. It's good to see. And then eventually on the la- on the last row break, uh, while the rest not looking, Bray manages uh, Britt manages to pull Anna's hair and it like pulls her throat across the top rope. Yeah. Which sort of causes the, the, the gives her the opening. So she hits a super kick and then hits locks her in the lockjaw. Yeah, that lockjaw, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for Anna Jay that she just <laughs> had to lie there. She took forever putting that in and it just Well she put because she put the um, she put like the arm bit in, didn't she? And then she sort of like got the hand she, to go in the yeah, mouth. Yeah, she just and then she, she like, just then sat she, there. And then she like pointed at the camera and like sort of taunted and like then put it on. Oh, yeah, she had a full blatant conversation with the cameraman. <laughs> she went she went to the spa with Tony Giovanni, got whacked. <laughs> and came back. Like, it was it's a shame. Like she just sat there whilst Anna Jane's like. Oh no, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. And then at the end, you see Anna Jay look at the camera like, "Come on, the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so then after the match, once your Brit wins, tap out. After the match, she puts Blockjaw back in. She gets back and like, "No, nah, it's not enough." And then she does that. Ty Conti runs out to make the save. Uh, basically, gives Brit a bit of a kick in as she sort of makes a bail to the outside. And then. That's- what I was meant to Google, and then they hold up the um, the AW Women's Champion between you know, Anna and is it Anna who holds it up or Ty? I can't remember. It was Ty that holds it up. Um, I was going to look, I assume Ty's number one, yeah, she is. She right. is, yeah, they, they, they that, mentioned that. That makes family. sense, yeah, yeah, right. I see that makes sense now, right, yeah, because obviously, and off, off the back five. of this, off the back of this angle, they've actually booked it now full gear, so it's gonna be Bravey Ty. Is it actually official? It's, it's official, yeah. It was an got announced today. All right, okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. No. I mean, she's not more contender. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And they, they built it a bit on Dynamite as well, which we'll get to um, in, a, in a few minutes. Yeah. But yeah. Decent decent match. Um, Anna, she, I know she's 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 had a like sort of meteoric development sort of halted by this injury and she's I think she's sort, sort of to find her feet back into because like you know she's not wrestled for a while and this has been this has been the first time she's been in the ring with someone who had says on like a top level yeah. in terms of ring ability and I think it showed this was the best match she's had since she came back yeah uh, uh, definitely yeah all right so while we're on the women to the women's um, we'll talk briefly because they announced the brackets for the TBS championship which is an, uh, inter- an interesting format to what we say because uh, four women have first round buys have you got the thing there I've got I, it here, if not. I have, yeah. So the four, right, women okay. with, the four women with first round buys are Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Chris Statlander. So they will all not be wrestling in the first round. And then the remaining participants are Anna Jay, who will face Jimmy Hayter, The Bunny, who will face Red Velvet, Serena Deeb, who will face Akari Shida, and Penelope Ford, who will face Ruby Soho. Right. 
I, whoever wins that Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill is winning it. You reckon that's the final? No, well, it can't be. It's going to be the semis. Oh, they the, the way the bracket goes. Yeah, they're in the top half of the thing, so they'd get to the semis. So whoever wins that in the semis is winning that. Um, well, I'd say. Well, they put even Ruby though, on the other side, or Ruby's on the other side. Um, she is obviously she has her match on Dynamite. We we can speak about that later. Nyla Rose is in the same bracket as Chris so in Statlander, yeah. Um, Gabe and Shida, one of them faces Rose. I've got a fe- whichever one wins that, I've got a feeling it's going to beat Nyla Rose. Right, okay. It's interesting. I like how they've set this up so that you've got like your four sort of like favorites almost, like your four like seeded competitors, right. and by, by giving them the first round by, I think it makes. It, it helps really push a narrative. So whoever whoever wins, whoever has to fight in the first round, comes in as like an underdog in the second round, because yeah. they're like they're like the top ranked, or not top ranked, but they're like the top like contenders, aren't they? Yeah. So I think there's some really good potential for some some interesting. Your, on on paper, on your first round, the only feasible one that seems to be like oh like that seems to be sure to, it might. It's sure to make happen. That doesn't make sense, Aaron. Um, is the Serena Divincido first round match, and then they go into face Nella Rose. That seems, I'd say, that whichever one wins that in the first round gets to the semis. Beats you Nella she, Rose. You think Shida gets a win back? Shida or Deep, whichever I mean, one. I mean, it's just a coin flip in it, you know. Yeah, because. Yeah, because Nyla Rose isn't really a face of a heel, really, is she? No, she's just, she's, she's just like a, a sort of. Bad, literally like just unaffiliated badass at this point. Yeah, so I, I've got a feeling whichever one there would go to the semis, beating Nyla Rose in the quarters. But then the rest is like, ugh. What Thunder Rose and Jade Cargill in the semis, and then do we see uh, Chris Statlander? Statlander has been booked hella strong since you come back. Yeah. I'd go Statlander for the same he's against either Deeb or Shida. Not Ruby Soho? Not Ruby Soho. Do you reckon there's fuckery there with the, with the bunny? Like, like Danielson in the final at Full Gear, Ruby Soho's getting fucked over. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tears before bedtime in these, with these brackets. It's going to be a rough. Uh, there you go. There's my quick summary of how it's going to go. <laughs> we, we, we will, of course, talk more about this as it develops over the course yeah. of the next few weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I love, I love a good tournament, and uh, I'm, we're having two, two running currently, which is fantastic as well. Um, really, really happy. Um, I think it's a great excuse to feature because this is, this is a big one as well. Like this is a big old tournament. This, there's a fair few women in this, which is nice to see. As every woman bar Connie, really Connie oh. Baker, she, yeah, most women anyway, because they're fighting for the top rows. Yeah. Aye, right. So next up, then we we have our um, we have our sort of pre-main event interview. No, Mark Henry. Um, is he on the Jericho crew? No, what's what's Mark Henry up to? Is he is he busy with something? Or I don't know. Has he just got a week oh, off? I I generally can tell. I'd assume he can just get a week off because AEW are loose like that. Yeah, you can get holidays when you choose to ask. Yeah, you're not like Tony Tony Garns. <laughs> not like no mate. I need you to be. I need to be a thirty-five second interview on the rampage. You can't have a week off. But it's my daughter's birthday. Tough <laughs> fucking luck. You've got to talk to Andrade about pack. 
You've got to let Pat harass you. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I think let's talk about, about what's going on. Andrade said he's going to win tonight. And so this is interesting. So obviously one of the stipulation for this match is that everyone's banned from ringside. No no um Alex Hunters, no Jose, no Pat Penta, no one is allowed at ringside. No, no laptop man. No laptop man. Yeah. And um Andrade says that he has friends all around the world. Oh. Which is interesting. No. It's dude, stop thinking the worst. It's not gonna be Del Rio. It's no. fine. Oh, what if it's the woo man? It's not gonna be creepy Rick. Creepy <laughs> The Woo Express. The Woo Woo Express. Let's the, go. The Rick the, the flare train. The flare train. The flare train has pulled into the station and it ain't come back out. Don't worry about it. Every, everyone has to hop on board. They don't get a choice. Space Mountain. <laughs> Space Mountain is closed for maintenance, mate. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Um, Andrade's mask really bothers me. What, the fact that he's just holding it like it's an actual head, even though it's not, it's empty and there's nothing inside it? Yeah, and it's too leathery to look like a skeleton. <laughs> it just looks like a gimp's mask. <laughs> It looks like, yeah, it looks like a vac- it's been vacuum like formed over a, like a wooden skull or something. It looks, looks weird. Yeah, he just took it out of the packaging. <laughs> but then, um, okay, but let's talk about Andrade versus Pack 2. Bastard. Oh. Yeah, I was, but I don't know which one I prefer, but they were, they were very good. They were quite different matches, weren't they? So like, yeah, match one felt more like them trying to like outdo each other in terms of like daring or like high spots or like it felt like a bit of like a, an athletic contest at one point so both trying to like do big moves this was just them both trying to really badly hurt each other yeah not, none of your well I say none of your fancy moves there was fancy moves yeah but it was <laughs> every, everything was driven by the how much will this hurt the other guy um, yeah <laughs> or I mean, in Andrade's case with the apron how much will this hurt myself yeah well Andrade was <laughs> In this match, Andrade's commitment to taking bumps to the outside was fucking commendable. So, like, early on, um, Andrade goes for, like, some sort of slingshot move, pack moves out the way, and Andrade goes to eat shit, like, bounces off the bottom rope and just flies backwards onto the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Which was was lovely. Um, We then had a little bit later, um, pack hits, uh, pack running along the apron, to dive on, off Andrade, who's on the floor, to hit a Hurricane Rana onto a setup chair. That I'm pretty yeah. sure when he dived off the apron, someone was sitting on that chair. Yeah, there's usually a boy sitting in the chair in the corner. Yeah, and he he literally has to run out. You, you'd like to think that they tell him that <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> At least tell him when like there's a spot coming up, and you'll know it when you yeah. see it. But you're going to have to move. <laughs> see, see when packs in front of you on the apron, you're running towards Andrade. Move. <laughs> Yeah, I mean this match again. It's it's one of them. We're like we can't we can't go blow for blow because it was just so. No, I've I've got a couple of key moments. If, here. if, if uh, you've got if you've got some highlights you want to discuss, then that's yeah, absolutely fine. The springboard corkscrew by Andrade to the outside it always looks cool. Yeah, it comes off the middle ropes then goes over the top. Um, three amigos by Andrade. It's quite nice. Yep. It's nice. Yeah, always time. always love to see that. Yeah, uh, spike car from back. Yeah. Where he goes, he comes from the apron on the inside and just. Oh. Andrade does that thing. Like, do you remember when Pac reversed Kenny's Kitaro Crusher and he just was like heat first in him? Except Andrade didn't bounce up on his feet. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Jericho decides um, when Pac and Andrade are slapping the shit out of each other on apron, Jericho decides to go, look at the muscle tone on Pac's legs. Like, mate, they're literally slapping the bejesus at each other. Piss yep. off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Well, it's, I mean, it's, I mean it's, just, it's just good shit all over the place here, isn't it? Yeah, so event then eventually... Andrade goes for another slingshot to the outside and he hits basically a slingshot DDT but to the outside. Yeah. Which is just yeah. death. And his, low, his lower back hits the, the side as well. Shortly after that, back hits an avalanche brain buster. That looked nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that looked nasty. And that wasn't even the finish. That was a two count. No! <laughs> it was the fact, like, oh... He's just going to have a superplex, and then he's just like, nah, I'll just pull him down. Ouch. And then they start, like, striking each other, and then all of a sudden, kind of nowhere, Pac just goes, fuck this, and it's a poison runner. Aye. Yeah. And Roddy just pops right back up and just elbows him in the face. Yeah, he does that counter thing where he goes for the foot, and then his commentary say, the counter, the counter, and he hits the elbow a quick twist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, weirdly, kind of out of nowhere, well, a little earlier on, Pac had a brutalizer in, but Andrade got to the ropes. Well, instantly, he was at the ropes yeah. before. You kind of you kind of had to be because you, you've seen the yeah. brutalizer like kill people, haven't you? So yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, after all that, uh, Pac wins with inside cradle. Uh, yeah, just after all that. Was the, the only thing way is, could, they were, ex- they were exchanging the, roll-ups as well. Yeah, it was, the, end, it was the only so. way he could really go. Yeah, they were, they were sort of trading pin attempts, and then Packers went, well, this, you passed it, and put me yeah. in cradle and, and won. Uh, as soon as the three count, literally as soon as the bell rings after the three count, the lights cut out. I thought it was a power cut. <laughs> well, they are in Florida. <laughs> uh, and then as soon as, as they come back up, Malachi Black standing in the ring. He, um, he sprays the black mist into Pack's face. Yeah. And then... Um, goes and grabs a chair and then Arn Anderson comes down I like this actually Arn Anderson comes down and he, he points like his, his, his hand at the, at, the, at the ring like he's got a gun as he, as, he, as he pulls the trigger like Cody just dives into the ring which is pretty it was pretty sick to be fair it, it was like it was, was as much as I give gripe over Cody every week it was pretty cool to just see but this the only thing is the only thing that makes sense for this story is Andrade's paid Black like he did FTR. He said he, he said he's then got why would Black need money? He said he's got friends, mate. The story doesn't quite make sense. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. Sure. Um, Cody saves the day with, but he has to have red, white, and blue trainers on. It had yeah. to be. It just, he had to wear something red, white, and blue. You can't he just leave it? <laughs> So that, that's it for Dino. We have a rampage, sorry. Um, any highs and lows there? Eh, well, I think the high has to be that fucking Andrade pack too, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I try always give a low. Um... <laughs> God damn it. God I'll, damn fi- I'll it. find one. I will find a low. The only thing I really gave an iffy was Anna Jay and Britt Baker. Just Anna Jay's an experience that's not really a Major thing. Uh, and then Brett Baker's there, fucking there Confir- Confirmed hater of women's wrestling, Aaron Sutcliffe. 
I think, I think you'll lose. You'll lose for the last like four weeks on Rampage. You've all been in the women's match. <laughs> hey, I kind of help it that the. <laughs> I'm not gonna continue that. No, <laughs> I don't need. I just put this, put, put the shovel down, mate, and leave it right there. Um. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the same up as you, with the same high as you. Obviously, that main event was an absolute banger. Um. I mean, I'd love for them to just... I, I could watch a match like that every week if they, if they were for doing it. Uh, yeah. If Rampage was just like the show where Pac and Andrade fight all the time, then I'm alright with that. Well, someone even... I think it was Excalibur or Tony where they were like, oh, these two can have like 100 matches in a row and they would all be different. And I'm pretty sure someone else went... Excalibur, I think it was, was like, yeah, yeah and I can guarantee it would be about 50-50 yeah. in the wins. Sorry, fair, okay. Yep, so that's, um, that is Dynamite, oh sorry, not Dynamite, fuck off. It's Rampage, Dynamite now, well it was, I mean Aaron, you watched this very recently, I watched it fairly recently. As in, like, I literally it, watched it, I know where to go. <laughs> yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, so yeah, we start off, uh, we're sticking with the uh, men's eliminated tournament and we have Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes to right. kick things off. Before you get in the match, right? are we talking about things. the signs? Are we talking about the signs? I've, I mean, I've got one sign, but I didn't. I've got a love twinks. Yeah, so he ended up getting kicked yeah. out. Oh, oh, did he? He's on the back of his sign. Apparently, it said, "Sammy, please green pie me." And that's oh. what got him removed, apparently. Like, okay, I see the I love twinks thing. I was like, like, okay. That makes sense as to why he got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, bef- just as the match starts, um, uh, Tony Schiavone says, Dustin has been shaking all day backstage knowing who he's got a face for the first time. Now, I went through the record books. Right? I can tell you they've fought against each other at one point. Oh, that's okay. On TV, but not one-on-one. That's where they... Forget to tell you. Oh, it was just when he was tight attacking with Cody, and it was no, no, it was before that. It was the tenth of May in twenty ten, an eight versus four handicap match on Raw. Sounds <laughs> like a disaster waiting to The Nexus versus John Morrison, Santino Marella, Yoshi Tatsu, and Goldust. That's just like the first four guys he found in the back when they were backstage. <laughs> What a fucking team and a half. <laughs> how, if you're a writer, how do you pitch that idea? Well, the Nexus need people to be up. Okay, we'll get these four that are doing absolutely fuck off. All right, John Morrison, <laughs> Yoshi Tatsu, Goldust. <laughs> like, what the, the fuck? There you go. Technically, they have fought against each other. There's yeah. your answer. Oh. Uh... <laughs> That must be a collection because Danielson wasn't in the Nexus for very long, was he? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It must have been very. Surely they don't have a storyline with Goldust and Santino Mario. <laughs> I say that, look how the Nexus ended. But... Yeah, no, let's not. It'll make me sad. sad again. I've had, a, I've had a good day so far, mate. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to bring it down. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, uh, and also there was a, um, a a premier athlete in the crowd. Oh yeah, my boy Tony Nice. Oh, 
Oh, I'm surprised he didn't he just rip his shirt off and start <laughs> counting his fucking... If I was Tony Nese, I would never wear clothes. <laughs> I'd just uh, insist on being shirtless all of the time. Um, <laughs> Tony Nese, uh, my top boy. From I, I've been a fan of him since I first saw him back in Impact. Uh, TNA back in the day in the X Division. And then he ended up getting uh, used by WWE. He, he, he was good when 205 Live did first start. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good, he's a cracking wrestler, he really is. Oh, if, yeah. if, if this is a prelude, I mean, it's weird that they, they showed him on Dynamite before they had him on Dark or anything. Yeah, like, they didn't, he didn't have a match. Like, without that, sitting that in the crowd. showing someone in the crowd, it's like normally an NXT thing, like AEW, it's normally like you work on Dark for a bit and then you go to Dynamite. Yeah. But if he's, if he's going to be having some wrestles in AEW, then that makes me a very happy person. Yeah, I'm not going to be opposed to it. Tell you what else made me very happy first was this match because it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, um, that that was not a sigh that I didn't like the match. I enjoyed the match. That was legitimate fatigue. That was. There's a a lot going on in the match. Um, well, first of all, before we get into the the detail, like how good did Dustin look, like physically? Oh yeah, like you, even commentary like talk about how much weight he's lost and stuff, and yeah. how much more leaner he is. Because there's a point where he gets all sweaty and he unzips. He looks pretty cracking bod, like. Yeah, yeah. No, like I noticed, like there was a point where he, where he like sort of slid back to the ring, or he climbed back to the ring at one point, and I was like, oh, shit, he moved really well. He moved, he moved like really quickly there. That was uh, surprising. He, he, I mean, he hits at one point. He hits a cannonball off the apron. Yeah, he's nah. a fair player, like you know. Yeah, at least he's learned his lesson and stopped hitting the sunset flips. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we, we've built him up, we've praised him. Now we've got to put him back down. <laughs> back up again. Let's talk about the match. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, any 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 little highlight you wanna you wanna bring up, mate? While we're here. Uh, just Dustin hitting a curtain call was quite yeah cheeky little curtain call for the boys. I, I assume he's got a different name for it, but I I know it is the current call. So, I mean, when he has to chat dreams, that's when we all we all go out to town, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Danielson hits the label lock, puts it in. Yeah. Uh, Jr. states sometimes it's nice to be six foot six, as Dustin puts his foot on the rope. Does <laughs> Jr. know what it's like to be six foot six? <laughs> No, but he stays it. Dustin has a pile driver for two oh, as that well. Was sick, that pile driver as well. It was the fact that Danielson tried to put his feet down afterwards, and Dustin was like, "No, nah, no, nah, you're going back up." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I've I've got the finish of the match after this. Yeah, so it would be the. about the finish. Yeah, it was just he got the guillotine for the win, which is the fifth different way he's won a match. You're gonna say is did Danielson just like is he like can, can my can my finish just be like all submissions? Yeah, can I just beat someone's limbs up or just beat someone up repeatedly until I put in any submission? Just any submission, like you know, it's <laughs> like the like you say, this is like the fourth submission I think he's won with now. It's the fourth submission he's won with, yeah. yeah. And the only time he didn't win submission was around the knees. Yeah. Which is yeah, fantastic. It makes him look. It makes him feel really scary because he can 
anything. No, normally, anything. like when, normally, like when, like I don't know, we're saying Moxley's wrestling, yeah. And if Moxley puts you in a Boston crowd, you're like, well, it's not going to be the finish because the only submit you wins is the Bulldog show. So you know, the, this is just a transition spot. But now with Brian and any move he puts on, you think, oh shit, this could be the finish. Like this could be yeah. it. Like it's scary. <laughs> yeah, as you've stated, it is scary because he can win at any point with anything. Yeah. I love it. I love it, and it really plays to his strengths, and like it, it really sort of plays to his character as like a submit. Like I mean, the word submission specialist is thrown around a lot, but like Brian Danielson is a submission specialist. He's always been a submission guy, isn't yeah. He? Even when AEW were shy of portraying it, he always was the submission boy in there as well. AEW, so, WWE. Sorry, I was going to say though, don't you? Don't you? You say a bad word about Brian Danielson? No, no. Can we? Can we? Can we just? Can we just say very just as a sort of sort of branch on that? Can we just say very? I mean, I we said this last week, but fucking hell, Brian Danielson, AW. Like, so I saw someone on the internet today said he's literally making a four month run, uh, um, wrestler of the wrestler of the year. Yeah, <laughs> he's just going like fucking hold my hold my non alcoholic beer, um, <laughs> my vegan friendly, hold my vegan friendly beer. <laughs> Topropebrewing.com, uh, vegan friendly beer, Baron, hit me up. So yeah, um, he's literally just said hold my hold my vegan beverage. I will just have my own personal wrestler of the year showcase. But it's going to be so hard for me not to put all of his matches in my top ten at the end of the year. I wouldn't go that far personally. But I mean, it's there's got the Volbeam cracking matches. There's, there's going to be an unhealthy amount of Brian Danielson in my top ten. <laughs> uh, I I said this last week. I'll say it again. I was never a fan of Daniel Bryan, like ever. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I get I got why people liked him, but I just personally Dad, Daddy's on my list. Um, Daddy Danielson is here, <laughs> and, and he's oh. just, he doesn't give a fuck. He's he, a vicious he, he, he doesn't give a fuck about yes, he just wants to kick you really hard in the face. Yeah. And then rip well, your arm off. He does give a fuck about yes, that's a lie, because he goaded the crowd to do it whilst he was going for the knee. Even though he said he wouldn't do it out of respect he, for the ring. Yeah, he just <laughs> he just built up the crowd himself to do it. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, what a what a what value for money, Brian is like. I said I got a spoiler that this match was going that this match was good, so I was like, right, okay, well, it's a dusting match. They're always good. In fact, it's Danielson as well. So. I mean, fifty-two-year-old Dustin Rhodes as well, man. Fucking exactly. give him some respect because he, you know, it was, it was takes two to tango, and he, he he did his bit in this match as well. He's a fine wing, mate. I mean, he is. If you look at like the shit he was putting on. Like ten years ago in WWE, and like even longer back ago in TNA, like he looks like a different wrestler. Yeah, and like I mean, he looks like 15, 20 times better now. It's scary how much better he is. Yeah, I say he's always the one before Cody, isn't he? Yeah, that's not a bad thing either. But... No. There you go. Um, so yeah, so next up then we get a little promo with Kenny backstage with the young Next up. Next up, Tony states, he goes, next up, it's Kenny O'Malley. <laughs> yeah, he gets Kenny Omega's name wrong. Uh, Kenny O'Malley, he says, doesn't he, something like that. Kenny O'Malley. O'Malley. O'Malley, yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, um, he basically says that he's going to beat Hangman because he's tagged with him for a year. He knows exactly what makes him tick. He sort of just runs him down in like a sort of, sort of that sort of evil heel nerd way that he does. He knows the real hangman. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I would have written stuff down, Tasty, but I couldn't take my eyes off that fucking 
patchy Versace <laughs> fucking shirt that Nick Jackson was wearing. So as this promo started, I was watching it with Sarah on the telly. And she yeah. just said, he just said, the Young Bucks spend a lot of money on trainers, don't they? <laughs> I was like, yes, they do. Yes. Like, you don't watch Being the Elite. I do. <laughs> I know exactly how much they spend on trainers because yeah. they tell me every week. They don't shut up about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's great. Then we get another one. Uh, FDR basically call out the Lucha Bros, basically set up a title match of full gear. Right. There's a line they say in this promo. They go, there's one more belt we need to be complete. Your AEW tag titles. But they've already won the tag titles. Yeah, but they want them again. They want, them, they want to have both belts, don't they? But to make them complete, that would indicate that they've never won them. No, no, I think they mean to want to hold both titles. Like the, you know, At the like, same time? Yeah, like the Lucha Bros did. Right, okay. I feel like I should have inferred from that. Uh, as long as one of us did, it's fine. And then Pentagon and Alex Abraham is basically, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll play dirty if you want them. With his black eye? Yeah. Um, don't, don't you hear Alex Abraham is he's a pure soul. And then and FTR are just like, oh, you thought that black guy was bad? Just you wait, Paul. <laughs> yep. Gosh, Alex is getting murdered. <laughs> so then next up then, oh, Alex is getting a fucking mind breaker, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not going to go well. Next up, uh, we got Tony interview in bringing up Sting to give an update on Darby Allen. Sting's it's about to- Sting! Sting! <laughs> I love how he finds like increasingly contrived ways to say it's Sting. Like every time he introduces him, it, I fucking love it. It's great. Um, oh. That's Sting's about to talk. MGF music hits. MGF, he comes out doing the flare strap. Yeah. yeah. What a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he is just reeks like. If, if you know, have you played Mass Effect? I know over the game. There's like a meter, like of how evil you are and how good. Ah, He's okay. gone like fully to the fucking evil side <laughs> at this point. Wow. Oh no, it's not good, is it? <laughs> I fucking love him so much, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> he prepares Darby to Lex Luger. He goes sting Darby's little emo daddy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the Lex Luger one was a bit rough. It stings for the Darby's not like Lex Luger in a wheelchair. Uh, (laughs) The thing is, the the missus asked me, like, oh, what's happened to Lex Luger? Oh, yeah, is it cancer that got to him? It was, wasn't it? That made him really, I'm sure it was cancer that got him really ill and thin and Mm. in a wheelchair. But yeah, that, I, I was, got a question. It was, about it was, it. It was, it was like, something not of his control. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was something along the lines of cancer of some sort. Um, yeah, and then as, as you sort of taunt him, then um, Wardlow and Sean Spears come in. Sean Spears hits Sting with a chair, makes a sex face. Um, and then I liked this. Um, MGF. Like gets the chair, like shows me assess the chair up next to Sting's like body, and MJF like just picks up his like cradles, his like broken body, like by the by the head. After spending a solid two minutes putting his jacket on, yeah, <laughs> where the commentary are like, "Oh, um, why are we not going to break? Like, come <laughs> on, why are we giving this time?" <laughs> it's fair. Uh, he basically says, "Yeah, if Darby comes back, if he comes back to fight him, then he'll be second best." So MJF just like Sting is here. Fucking love MJF. So good at what he does. Yeah, I mean this this is I mean he's just such a great like we say this all the time, he's a great old school heel. Like and he gets 
and I, I, I said he had a bit of this here as well. I really, I've said this a thousand times. I really like it when he sort of loses his cool a bit, and like the you see like the the the, the shouty, angry, you know, rage guy come out, and it's like ooh, because he he presents himself as like a gentleman, doesn't he? And like this like sort of like dapper. Then when he when he sort of like and the like I say, the mask slips, and you see like the, the sort of the monster underneath, and it's like that's that's a really compelling part of it for me. He, he is literally a mafia boss. Yeah, that's what he is. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great, great stuff. And I can't wait. I can't wait for him and Darby to just beat the fucking piss out of each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to. Yeah. Like Dar- Darby's, Darby's going to do something ludicrous. Do we want Darby to go over, though? No, no. I think I think, him, I think Darby loses by taking the stupid risk. And I think that's yeah. where MJF wins. I feel like MJF needs it more than yeah. Darby just now. So. But Darby got buried by CM Punk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you mark. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So next up, then uh, Britt Baker cuts a promo on Ty Conte. Uh, basically, I, I don't know. It's, it's a bit. It's, it's she's shooting here. Basically, says all the Ty Conte's done since she comes to do it. She everybody her ass. I mean, she's. She. I mean, she's literally. So wait, hang on. Then, but she's I mean, if you look at her Twitter and her Instagram, and yeah, but she's, she's she's literally made it to the number one ranked position in the women's division. Uh, but she's not done anything apart from shake her booty. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the followers on Twitter, she's got more than most of the women on the roster. She's been there last time. I don't spend my, my spare time creeping on Tycontis and Scrum, to be fair, but. I mean, it's all her, to be honest. <laughs> it's all on her. Um, she also puts a picture of. Uh, Ty Conte puts a picture of her figure that she got made. Oh, yeah. And a Brett Baker comparison going, oh, look, even the figure's arse is better looking. <laughs> Fair, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all really Ty set up. She knows of it anyway. And she's going along with it. So what you're telling me is Ty Conte is the modern female version of Billy Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Ass. Mrs. Ass. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, she's gonna she says she's gonna kick her ass again, focusing on the ass. Yeah, in uh, uh, full gear. So yeah, there you go. It's all about that ass. All about that ass base ass. I don't know, I don't know what the kids are talking about these days. Um, <laughs> next up, then we have Penelope Ford v Ruby Soho. This is the first match in the TBS Championship. Yep. Um, I've, I've got no notes for this. It was a bet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was I. It was I. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there is generally not a lot. In you've this you've match. seen you've seen a lot of Penelope Ford, Ruby Soho, the Bunny over the last sort of couple of weeks. It's basically just that again. Isn't it? Yeah, um, the Bunny appears just with the brass knuckles. Yeah, goes goes for Ruby's foot for then Penelope to get the lead, and then but the, the ref the, the ref the ref kicks the knuckles away. He sees them. Yeah, and then um, Ruby you see a kick. He's like he's playing fucking footsie with it. <laughs> he sort of taps, taps it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, um, Ruby Soho rolls up Penelope for the win. So Ruby Soho advances. Yeah. Uh, post-match, yeah. it looks like Ruby's going to get a 2 one beatdown from Penelope and the Bunny, but Red Velvet comes out and makes a save. Yep. Yeah. Now, I assume we'll get that 2 on 2 match at some point. Yeah, I mean, no. it's a story down they can build in the tournament as well, I suppose. So, yeah, back, back to tournament talk then, right? 
So Ruby Soho's through. The match lasted eight minutes, very. It lasted longer. Nine minutes. It was nine minutes. I've got eight thirty. That is half the time of the entire Queen of the Rings tournament. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one for firing shots, but you know when, you, when, when they when they put the gun in your hand, you got to pull the trigger. Just bear in mind, we watched Saudi Arabia, me and Troy together, right? And then final match was like two minutes longer than the rest of them. That was only five minutes long. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what you say. Um, yeah, so Ruby So is the first one that's got into the quarterfinals that wasn't already there. She's now against Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, yeah. Uh, who you got? I th- it's just an interesting one because you wouldn't think... I think if Ruby loses, it's because of interference from the bunny or Penelope. Yeah, but they but I wouldn't see Statlander taking that win either. She wouldn't want to take it that way. I don't. I don't think they'd have her take a win like that. Uh, well, she doesn't know about that distraction or whatever. Possibly they could do it blind. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think if you're going to carry on the storyline, then you've got to have them take her out in the next round. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Um, no, on the other side of that, you've got the bunny and red velvet, obviously, in the first round. I think I think the only seeded person who doesn't win their first match is Nyla, like you said before. Yeah, yeah, um, I've, that's what I said earlier. So I'm agreeing with you. Uh, so basically, I'd say due to the fact Jay Cargill's their next opponent, um, I'd go for red velvet gets the win, just because it's well, it sets up that rematch, deal. doesn't it? With yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, it sets up that as well. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Shaq can, come back, Shaq can come back out the ambulance. And, um, Shaq, special special enforcer. Let's go. He can come back out that ambulance that he disappeared from for no reason. And, uh, and yeah, make an entrance. <laughs> I forgot he just disappeared from it. I walked Nin- away of his own accord. Ninjas, mate. Fucking ninjas. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got... I That would be Jay Cargill's semi-final win against Red Velvet, I'd say. Yeah, I don't. Jay Cargill needs it way more than Red Velvet or the Bunny. So, uh, right now we get to an, an, an very interesting promo here. Um, so MGF Wardlow and Sean Spears are all backstage, or sort of celebrating what they did to Sting. And a couple of things here. So one, first off, Wardlow sort of steps up to MGF and is like, "Why did you, uh, why did you run away last week and leave me to get done in? Why did you push me?" In yeah. Front? Why did you put me on the on the line? And he basically, yeah. first of all, he apologized, and then he basically he, he, he does this thing like Jeff does, he sort of turns it around, doesn't he? He's like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. I understand that like being like my bodyguards, like it's a high, it's high pressure, you know, doing it all by yourself. You know, it must be hard work." And basically, he basically said, "Yeah, Sean Spears is going to help you out now." Sean Spears is going to be your accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. <laughs> yeah. And Wardlow sounds, is like, sounds Ward- like a SpongeBob character. Wardlow's like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Even Spears is like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I think obviously this is a really so what obviously they're sort of moving the pieces now so that when Wardlow does eventually split from Jeff, he's got he's going to basically murder Sean Spears first, isn't he? Yep. Which yeah. is and Sean Spears is just there to get fucking eaten like a fucking steak. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I'm all for it. Wardlow. I was going to F10 him into the fucking stratosphere. Do it. On, on a pile of chairs. On a pile well. of chairs. Hit him with the one. <laughs> Kill him with what he loves. 
So then next up, we've got Bobby Fish versus Anthony Green. I I didn't get why this match was on Dynamite. It's a dark match. But, I, mean, I think yeah. I, I know it's it's there to build up Bobby Fish basically. Yeah, it made sense, I suppose. It didn't take long, um, and it does it does set something up for next week, which we'll talk about in a second. I, I've got two notes on this match. Right, it was a very standard match. Let's be honest. Well, it was a three minute so match, basically, right? Yeah, I, I've got two notes on this. So the first one, fish jumping over the ropes like his knees aren't made of play doh. Yep, <laughs> that was worrying to see. I mean, uh, fish at the springboard learning this match, mate. He's, he's doing all. Uh, and even the commentary don't really care about this match because JR states, don't go brush your teeth next Wednesday as it's Deep versus Sheeta in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> don't go brushing your teeth on Wednesday, Tasty. You don't want to miss it. Wednesday, I'll, have, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it off me, Mum. You'll have minging breath all like Thursday, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll, tell him, I'll say JR said it was fine. JR says not to brush my teeth on Wednesday. All day I'm going to hear him in breath. <laughs> so yeah, so basically Bobby Fish hits a dragon screw, a lariat, a German suplex, and then that like sort of knockout kick he hits. Yeah, picks up the win in about three minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's a note here off, off the, the, the website I'm reading it off. Um, it's PW Torch for anyone who's interested. And they describe Bobby Fish as the heel Matt Seidel. Yeah. No, in terms of his like, position on the card. In terms of like... Yeah, yeah experience... Work, which, I, which, yeah, I think I think I kind yeah. of agree with. Um, I suppose, yeah, obviously, Putting over I, younger boys. I think they wanted to put uh Green here because he's probably each him and Fish were both on NXT, so they probably knew each other a little bit, so they, they could they could put a match together really easy, probably. Yeah, and yeah, so anyway, after the match, um, Bobby Fish keeps beating up on Green, CM Punk runs up and makes a save, and that's going to set up the match for next week, which is going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me a bit of that. Bobby Fish putting over Bobby Fish putting over the younger talent, just like I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took this woman to see him punk the younger talent in this in this feud, isn't it? <laughs> Boomer Bobby. Boomer <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Bobby Fish is a heel, basically. Yeah. Cool. Without going without giving any details away. Actually, should I say this? Um I actually had we had some um email back and forth the other street era. Um Undisputed Era earlier this year. Right. Because um, when we re- re- no, we released a beer called Shock the Citra and they were trying yeah. to get hold of some cans. So they actually ended up all emailing us. Uh, turns out, would it surprise you to know that Kyle O'Reilly did some homebrew? Kyle O'Reilly did what? Some homebrew. Home what, his own, his own version? Or no, just... he brewed, no, he brewed his own beer. He's a... He brews his own beer. Yeah. Oh. Would that surprise you to know that? <laughs> <sighs> Uh, anyway, so we, we, from uh, our, our I August, used to like home brewers. <laughs> well, all I'll say is, and they're all lovely but in the correspondence, but Bobby Fish has the most dad email address like you could possibly imagine. Going in. I'm not counting it. Oh, uh, just, just bleep it out when you edit it. Just, <laughs> just too much effort. <laughs> well, it's like it's what you'd expect your dad to have his email address, basically. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bobby, but yeah, top guy. I'm glad he's an AW though. He's, he's having he's having some good matches. He's doing well. As I said, he's the third best of the undisputed era. He, I mean, he's just a solid hand, and he? he just he's like he does some yeah. roads. He's just a guy you can throw him with anyone, and they'll have a good match. Yeah. Right, so, so, so then, then next week we're getting him against CM Punk, which will be fun. Yeah. On his dynamite debut. Oh shit! Yeah, this is Punk's dynamite debut, isn't it? Yeah, fuck it yeah. up. <laughs> they, they mention it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so next up, this is interesting. Uh, Leah Rush and Dante Martin are backstage. Dante Martin's a terrible actor. We'll, uh, we'll not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it's quite awkward, but sure. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, and then basically, they're going to make their tag team debut next week against the Sedell Brothers. So yeah, definitely. I'll yeah. do that. Don't you try sticking up for Matt Seidel? And then Rush is like, ah, what's he done? Like, yeah, he was like, okay. yeah, he was like, he literally so, lost last week. I got my match last week, and he fucking lost. So yeah, when it matters most, he just fucks it up. So no. Ooh. Right, next up then we have Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. This is the second this is this is the third match total, second match tonight in the Eliminator Tournament. Yeah. This completes the right hand side of the bracket. The winner will move on to face Brian Danielson. Archer uses a fan before the match starts. Yeah. Yeah. An actual fan. uses. If he pulls him out of the crowd and just hits hits um, Kingston with him, yeah, yeah, and literally body slams him. It's such a shame this because this was such a great start of the match. Yeah, and then obviously we have to talk about the sort of the main, oh, the main moment of the match. So before we get there, I mean the match was great. It was really hard hitting. They were just chopping and hitting and beating the piss out of each other. But then, get to a point about sort of seven minutes in. Archie goes up to the top, goes for a moonsault, and he basically lands square on his head. Yeah, he doesn't get enough rotation. Yeah, he brought Brock Lesnar's lip up the other way around. Yeah, instead of a shooting star, it's a moonsault. That's luckily, the way you put it, actually. Luckily, they, I mean, they did show a replay, which was... Uh, they, showed, um, they showed two replays. But when, two. You on, when you look on the replay, he does, thankfully, get like a bit of his hands down before he yeah. lands. So I don't think it's as bad as it could have been. It's not full pressure on the neck. I mean, it mm. still knocked him fucking sideways. Like, he was out of it. Oh, yeah. But the ref got... I mean, luckily, he was in there with Bryce. Eddie, Eddie Kingston's a vet. You know, he knows what to do in these sort of situations. Yeah. He just um, appeals to the crowd, basically. Yeah, Kingston just, all... Kingston just runs for the crowd. And he sort of yeah. gets crowd's attention. Uh, Archer roll Archer, again, to his credit, he roll, He knows exactly what he's doing. He rolls to the outside. He gets uh, Samson to check him over. Obviously, he yeah. can't continue. And so he rolls back in, and then Eddie immediately rolls him up. Yeah, I mean, fa- fair play to, um, like, for Doc Samson to just go, like, Archer must have went, can I just get rolled up then, since it is a tournament or whatever. Yeah, he must be like, can I, can I at least, can we, can we just go for the finish? Can we just finish the match, yeah. Yeah. So. And you, can, you can see Bryce talking to Eddie when he's like, because Eddie like, gets in his face, doesn't he, like, you know, kayfabe. Yeah. And Bryce is, like, telling them what's going on. Yeah. Or basically, he's told just roll up Archer when he gets in, yep. which is fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, that was quite. I don't know if Archer was meant to win or Kingston was meant well, they, to they, win. They popped the graphic up, didn't they, for Kingston advancing real quick, which made me think that it was probably always the plan. Yeah, it was probably already. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I mean that that was the one where I said it could go either way. I mean, otherwise, that was it, the one match. Otherwise, Eddie could have got himself DQ'd. He could have just hit like shoved Bryce over or something. You know, he's yeah. there's ways out they could have pivoted on that. And it's, it's, it's such a shame. I mean, thankfully, um, Archer has tweeted since he he's fine. Even little Archer got hurt. His little action figure of himself. Mm. Yeah. But no, he's fine, thankfully, which is great. Um, he basically said it. He said he put a tweet up saying, "Yeah, it was totally on me." He said I didn't, I didn't rotate far enough. He's done. He's hit moonsaults. Like I've seen him do in AW like 40, 50 times. Yeah, it's just one of them things, isn't it? And every now and then there'll be one where you just don't catch it properly, and unfortunately, it goes a bit wrong. Oh well. 
But thankfully, right. he's okay. thankfully he's okay. He, he wasn't hurt too badly. Hopefully he's back soon. Yeah, hopefully he comes back soon. Um, so yeah, uh, Eddie Kingston advances and he will meet Brian Danielson. And fucking hell, that's going to be a, a match, isn't it? Happy slaps. Let's go. Do you like <laughs> what? 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 Some of that. What for tea? Chops. Chops. <laughs> Let's go. Right, next up, then we have. Um, Men of the Year in the ring with Dan Lambert. No MMA guys this time. They, they don't obviously they, they don't make the trip up to Orlando. They only stay down in Miami. Yeah, they can't be arsed. Orlando's like the it's mid mate. It's just mid. <laughs> it's it's like the fucking. I don't even know what you would say. It'd be like the slums of your area. It's like so yeah, it'd be like oh, it's like the metal of faith. It's like the bur- it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Birkenhead of the Northwest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, except it's like it's like a six-hour drive from like Miami to Orlando. Uh, it's all in the same place, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, six, it's bigger than the, it's bigger than the UK, mate. Florida. It's, it's all the same place. <laughs> I drove. Well, I've driven from like Miami to no, uh, from Orlando to Tampa, and that's all like two and a half hours. America is just too big. Yeah, cut cut, cut it into pieces. Just they tried that once, mate. Didn't work too well. <laughs> That'd be war. I mean, don't don't talk about that. It's fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, it's just the three of them: it's just Lambeth, Page, and Sky, and they, they're running down the inner circle. Um, they run down Hager, run down Tanner Ortiz, um, and then they basically just run out everyone one at a time. And then Sammy, they're actually running down Sammy Guevara. He comes out, and yeah, he cuts up fairly for a Sammy Guevara promo. This was pretty damn decent. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really like this. So obviously Jericho's not here for this show. He's on his cruise. This was yeah. live, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And I felt like it felt like what if this felt like a trial run for like if Sammy Guevara could be the face of the inner circle. It's good that because Jericho's not there, Sammy's the main guy. There's nowhere for him to hide behind. Like he yeah, had. To, I like like I said, it. This this felt like a practice run for like could Sammy be the face of this of this like of this faction? Group. Yeah, yeah, and I think he he did incredibly well. I, I was saying, I, even when Jericho's there, I'd like to see more of Sammy doing things. Well, even Lambeth like sort of put him over a bit by saying like, "Oh, we thought that he was awful on the stick." Like that was the word backstage. Like a little bit of a little bit of insider. Ooh. Yeah. You know, Britain Cafe, brother, brother, Ooh. brother. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, Sammy cuts a really decent promo. Um, and he, he uses Jerry, I mean, he borrows Jericho's shut the hell up phrase, which is quite funny. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. And Lambert's really good at like drawing that he's a fucking heat man, and he, he knows exactly what he's doing. Ah, he's, I t- he's watched like plenty of 80s wrestling and just went, I'll do that. I'm just going to be Bobby <laughs> Heenan. Yeah. <laughs> Like, all right, it's okay. Um, so basically, he said it's going to be American Top Team versus in a circle uh, at full gear. Uh, but first, Sammy has to take on Ethan Page for the TNT title. That's next week. If he loses, not only will he lose the title, he also has to leave the inner circle forever, which would be a very severe statement. How does it work, by the way? So, like, you know, when like, yeah, you know, how like, does that con- contractually happen? So, like, you know, when like you sign on the job center, okay, so why did you leave your last job? I'm like, well, I lost a match. And um, <laughs> I agreed to it. They said I had to leave if I lost. So, 
Can I have me? Can I have me? Did, did, did you have to write a contract for that or anything? <laughs> no, it was just a verbal agreement. Can I have me a universe credit now, please, mate? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so if Sammy loses, not only does he lose the title to Ethan Page, he's also banished from the inner circle forever. Um, however, Sammy says, under one condition, if he wins, he gets to choose the three members of American top team to be in the match. So it's going to be Dos Santos Masvidal, and I imagine he will pick Dan Lambert. Well, that's a shout, actually. I didn't think about that. Because he'll be like, he'll be like, oh yeah, Dan Lambert will be there, all like shitty and grinning, like I want Dos Santos, and Dos Santos will be like, yeah, bring it on. You, I want Masvidal, Masvidal will be like, yeah, like me. Um, and then um, you'll be like, and you, Dan Lambert, and Dan Lambert will do like this, ah, face like it, was <laughs> la- like it was the one thing you never expected. Um, well, actually, that's while, a shout, actually, while we're talking about Masvidal, shout out to um, Ethan Page. You said that um, last week Jericho was trying to um, kiss up to Page Van Zandt. And then he said, yeah. the, "the only the only thing he's kissing up to the only was the only MMA star he's kissing up to is Masvidal's knee." Masvidal's knee, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was that was fucking. Funny. <laughs> See, this is what happens. Ethan Page should get more time on the mic. Yeah, Ethan, Ethan Page is really good at promos. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> yeah, really good at. Fuck the crowd. He'll shut them down instantly. <laughs> and speaking of really good promos, after this, then we have John Moxley cutting a, a sort of moody backstage promo. It's happening, Tasty. It's happening. Yeah. It's he basically happening. says, like, he doesn't care about anything except getting home to his family. And he said the only way to get home safe is to hurt everyone else. It's either him or them. You don't give a fuck. He basically said, what did he say? He, he, he made it, I love, I love Richard. This isn't like one of us climbs a ladder, which is a reference to the ladder match that he was in previously. Yeah. He said, this is a load of guys going to a dark alley and only one guy comes out. Yeah. I mean, it is just one, two at a time. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah. Later, the second man leaves. Um, <laughs> he basically said, yeah, he's going to get them before they get him. Which sounds, when Moxie says it, sounds horrendously scary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely unsettling. So, uh, I assume you're in agreement with me when this is the start of the very... Slow. Oh, you say slow, but like he's going. Yeah, to, a couple of weeks. He's going to eviscerate Orange Cassidy in a few weeks' time, and then that's yeah, going to that show everybody. <laughs> he's going to do a murder on Orange Cassidy. Like beloved of small children, like everyone's kids' favorite wrestler. Like you know, all around nice guy Orange Cassidy is going to literally get. He's going to make him bleed on TV. <laughs> I'm, I'm utterly convinced he's going to he's going to draw blood from Orange Cassidy. It'd be blood orange, <laughs> but it's it's gonna it's gonna make, it's gonna make it's gonna be kids fucking crying. I want to see kids crying in the audience. Oh, give me it, give me <laughs> it. Oh, I can't wait. Just mostly to murder everyone. Right, then next up we've got um Adam Page in the Dark Order. I Adam Page just like scoots back into the Dark Order, and it's all it's all sunshine and rainbows. It's lovely. Yeah. It- he didn't just disappear for months on end, didn't speak to them. It's fine. Don't That's worry. That's my little video, though. That was cool. And um, yeah. they basically say that next week they're going to have some Halloween costumes and John Silver wants them to be sexy ones. <laughs> John Silver's going to be Johnny Bambi. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, can't wait. So, yeah, the next up. Imagine, oh. the word, imagine the word just like the woodland critters from so far. <laughs> Oh, can't wait. Was it? Um, so the next up, then we have Jungle Boy versus Brandon Cutler. Um, this is over in a 
liquor paint. Um, props to Brandon Cutler for trying a Panama Sunrise. He actually went baby as well. Fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah. says, like, fuck no, nah. it's a power bomb, puts him in the snare trap, and that's it. Yeah, like there, there's a dive at the very start of that match. Oh, Jungle Boy then. literally goes flying yeah. at full speed. Like Cutler was, it was lucky Cutler was there to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. It was, like, it was like those ones Phoenix was whipping around during lockdown when he was like ended up in the front row because he knew yeah. they were all wrestlers and it was fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so after the match, Jungle Boy, I love this. He puts, um, he basically says, Yeah, I can have another one. Why not? He puts Brandon Cutler back in the snare trap and holds the mic to his like mouth. And Cutler's like, Ah, please come and save me. Why is no one going to save me? It's like, he's the he's just the best, like, like dickhead, isn't he? Brandon Cutler, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Just the stooge. Um, so, Adam, so, and again, they, they tease him, and Adam Cole walks out, and the pop is enormous because uh, obviously we've been we've been thinking about Adam Cole v Jungle Boy ever since that first super kick. Yeah, I mean we've already had the match, but I'm happy to have it again. Yeah, I mean I just want longer. Want, I, want, I want, yeah, I want it. I a want more intense. I want it on pay per view, mate. I want it like yeah. I want it all out. I want out, even out all out. I want it to go full gear. That's what I wanted. I want it to go. Oh, I want it to go revolution. <laughs> no, that doesn't work, does it? No. <laughs> the only one that doesn't really. Um, I so want I was, that match to start a revolution. There you go, mate. So as Cole sort of like teasing an extended rivalry with Jungle Boy, the young books come back and they um yeah, they hit super kicks. Um yeah. sorry, I just got really I got, I got really concerned there because my report said they tossed him off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it literally sent me. So um, he tossed him off the stage. Let's go. Three on one. Actually, back, <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they beat him up. And they do that, like, they do a little spot where they all where they kiss him, yeah, which is what they did to... It was It's a, it's an old, like, proper old super click slash bullet club spot, isn't it? Like, where they, yeah. they beat a guy up and, like, they kiss him. Yeah. Did it with did it with absolutely not much girl a while back. Oh, like famous, whatever. Um, yeah, and then they, yeah. they then they, they they throw Jungle Boy off the stage. Should we say? Yeah, I I don't know if yours did this, but Tim and Keith in the audio truck fucked the audio up. I don't know if it happened on your end. Possibly, I was I was probably peeling potatoes at this point, so I might have missed it. Regardless. Yeah, the um, Matt Jackson goes on commentary and goes Tim and Keith at the truck hit that replay button. Oh yeah, and then the audio just. Cuts out as soon as he plays. <laughs> <laughs> Tim and Keith pressed the wrong button. Um, <laughs> Two of them try to press the button at the same time. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, so yeah, Jungle Boy goes through some tables, looks all, and then they, they obviously mentioned that Luchasaurus got injured last week, and now Jungle Boy's been laid out. So yeah. who is left to stand against the Super Click? I like how I like how the Super Click have like become like a. An integral core, like even like to the to the sort of um, exclusion of Kenny. Yeah, the... Ken, Kenny's not there. Yeah, that's what makes it more interesting. They feel like there could be some an unseen threat to Kenny there that he's not seeing. You know, you know like a little in the background, like they're getting a little. They're getting very, very. I mean, they've always been friends, so they're getting very friendly very quickly. Um, it was more of a, as well um, the promo before. Like earlier on that we spoke about Adam Cole's just standing there and then Kenny goes, Oh, 
he gave me that. Uh, and he points at Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's like, oh, it's, it's all right, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, just do it. Adam Cole gets cheered like fuck anyway. When, like, when Adam Cole super kicks Kenny, like the fucking universe is going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be ridiculous. I, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right then, next up, we had a little rundown for next week's cards. Perfectly fine. And then Miro, Miro in his in the second of his series of like, basically. Remember, have you ever seen the film Drive? I, I don't think so. I don't know. Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling. He did a he did a series of films. His director, I can't remember the name of the director, but they're all shot in like this weird way, like like neon bathed and like very moody lighting, and it it's kind of reminds me of this a bit. Like this is this yeah, is Miro, yeah. this is this is Miro's like you know, high art fucking promos here where he's like bathed half in light and like it was like he was in one of those um, confession boxes at a church. That's yeah, what it was like. Well that's what they were, that's very much what they're going for. Yeah, um, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, so he basically cut a promo saying that his wife needs her champion back. Because he mentioned last week didn't he that he couldn't go home to his wife without the yeah. title. Like he couldn't go home like this. Uh, he basically said he is God's forsaken champion, but he will be God's champion once more. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, give me all of this. All of it. Absolutely all of it. Yeah. Like, whether you like it or not, I will be God's favourite champion. Who had in, in 2021, who had Mira becoming one of the best promos in wrestling? Fuck no. <laughs> no me anyway, that's for sure. Fucking Eminem wannabe to begin with. Yeah. Remember those days. <laughs> It's all, it's all a process, mate. Uh, exactly. Believe in the process. It's fine. That was, it, it's, it's incredible. I can't, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. I've got to, like, I, was it me and you were talking last week about him, like, maybe running through all the guys in the tournament because he wasn't in the tournament? Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy with someone like that, maybe, to start with. Um, Who, was it also you that stated, you think, Lana's the god? It's, did someone mention that? Well, Lana's his wife. No, but the way he was speaking as well. Oh, you think uh, they're like you think they're like one and the same. I feel like it's one and the same, yeah. Well, it, there is a, obviously. I mean, he obviously worships his wife based on these promos, like what he says, doesn't he? So yeah. But he he, he makes them as separate because he says he, he celebrates with his god up above and his wife down below. But he never says God as a he either. No, he never says no. God as god, a male god, or a god, female. God's a lot of smart mate. This was established in the Kevin Smith film Dogma back in the uh, early two thousands. <laughs> but. I've got a feeling Lana is the god. Right, okay. I mean, do you think she's she surely turning up, right? I'd like to think so. I mean, she said stay tuned like when she got asked about it in an interview. Well, because her non-compete's up now, isn't it? So. Yeah. She said she literally said stay tuned. Yeah. Maybe so the there's... wait. Well, maybe the wait. Obviously, maybe the wait until because there's no point bringing her in if he was about to drop the belt, was there? Yeah. So maybe it's more like a, when he's built when he builds himself back up. That's how you know. That's how they bring her in. Like, she doesn't need to wrestle. Like, no, no, no offense, Lana. You're not that good. Um, be a manager. That's what you're good at. Yep. That's not to say it's just oh, you're a valet, you're a woman. No, like you're you're good at a manager. Yeah. So do do that. Do that to your husband. Be like, the good. Alex Abraham says doesn't need to wrestle. He's a great manager. Exactly. Right. <laughs> be a god. Do it. Yep. Um. Right then, we get onto the main event. Black versus Cody three. Black versus Cody three. Cody with a vengeance. I don't know. <laughs> Cody, oh, I, like 
I've got a couple of notes before the match even starts. Right. It goes dark. JR instantly goes, oh, where's my wallet? <laughs> is that a thing? It goes dark. Is that an Orlando thing? Has he been robbed at Disneyland? Is that what he's telling us? <laughs> I was like, it was, was just so... When, when, he was, when he was queued up for Space Mountain. <laughs> the, did someone bump his wallet? Um, Cody comes out. There's no cheers whatsoever when that. Oh, so this starts. is what I think has happened here because Cody got a big pop last week on, on Rampage. Sorry, when he made the save. Yeah, but that did not translate to this match. No, it really didn't. <laughs> the thing is, you, it wasn't as was it? No, it wasn't the same crowd. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't. No, because it was two um, shows. Because the reason he yeah. did the, the reason he did the, Rampage uh, was last week's crowd. Yeah. Yeah, but I it was just like, oh fuck, that's not good for her. Cody at all. Just there was literally no cheers when that music went. I, no. I, I tried hearing them out. There's nothing. Uh, Tony goes just as Cody comes up his little, um, his panel that comes up as we ramp thing in the middle. His Kurt Angle lift. Yes, Kurt Angle lift. Yeah, we'll go with that. Tony goes, I hope we see something different about Cody tonight. Cody just comes out in his typical fucking... Blonde hair. Blonde hair, red, white, and blue. (laughs) Nothing different whatsoever. (laughs) I was like, that is great timing, Tony. Well done. (laughs) Then the match starts. There's an instant Cody sucks chant, like, from the get-go. Yep. Like, as... Fuck me. Right, the biggest pop in this entire match is when Black kicks out of the crossroads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. And like, so, it evens up a bit later, but like, towards the start of this match, um, Lee Johnson and Brock Anders come out to the ring. So, all of a sudden, you've got Malachi Black by himself against Cody, Arn, Brock, and Johnson. Yeah. Like, how is that? Who's the face? Exactly. <laughs> Patriotism. <laughs> um, also, Cody throws his weight belt in the crowd. A kid catches it eventually. The dad even lifts the kid up. And the crowd are like, nah, throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you see, you hear them all booing and just like, Pointing back to the ring, like just throw it back. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's not a bad match to be fair. It's, it's pretty damn good. It, well, once it properly got going, I was, I was genuinely popping on my couch, like mad. Like Cody hits a fucking crossroads for a table on the outside. I I didn't like that bit though. No, because Cody Cody went through the table and Black didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it made no sense whatsoever. But this very much felt. And not just because of the tail something outside, this very much felt like the Brody dog collar match in a way. Yeah. Uh, it genuinely was like Cody needed to find a way to beat them. Yeah. It went a little bit darker, but it wasn't that dark. He didn't dye his hair this time. No, he did not dye his hair this time. That's a, such a shame. Um. So, yeah, I mean, Malachi Black, again, he's, he's great, and he? he hit all sorts of nonsense. Um, the double foot stump off the top was lovely, and that German suplex straight after was really, really nice. Then he hits the black mass, and Cody sort of dies, hits the ropes, and then five seconds later, he's finding it. Yeah, he like, he's just dead, so he's just, he's literally dead weight. Black can't pick him up. 
But as soon as Black almost gets him over, Cody's like, nah, folds himself over and then goes under instantly and gets up. Perfectly yeah. fine. Then he hits Cody Cutter, then a crossroads. Fucking huge booze on that crossroads. Yeah. Goes for another one. Oh, you know, it would have been fucking perfect. So I would I would have I would have I, I mean I, I didn't I, I thought this match was perfectly fine. I would have marked the fuck out if right at the end then instead of hitting the tiger revenue you hit you could hit a fucking pedigree. I said I literally said that I was like he's fucking hitting a pedigree. <laughs> I was like talk about fucking rubbing it in. He'd just I, dropped him with a fucking pedigree right I there. Genuinely, the the I genuinely thought he was going for a pedigree. I was like, he would as well. You fucking would. <laughs> the, the boy's ill just now, and you're just fucking hitting it pedigree. <laughs> uh, no, he hits the Tiger Rev 98 uh, and picks up the win. Um, interestingly, um, did you see what Alistair or Malachi Black put on social media following this? No. I will read it for the benefit of the podcast, because I think it, it sort of plays in to the um, story that they're trying to tell, I think. Oh, Andrade came out as well at one point and was going to interfere and then Pac came out and sort of cut him off. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that that, that felt like somewhat important. Well, it was somewhat important. <laughs> but it didn't achieve anything, did it? But, you know. No, it was more of the... In terms, is, of, in terms of storytelling, it felt, it felt important. What, what is Andrade and Malachi Black's partnership, exactly? Is my question. Spoopy, spoopy business, mate. Spoopy business. <laughs> um, hang on, it's on Instagram. I'll have to find it. This is, this is terrible. Just... just Talk about yourselves. Um, yeah, um, that's fine. Sure. Right. So Malachi Black said, "Well, he put a picture of himself bleeding, and they both bled as well." Yeah, they both, like, oh, yeah, yeah. After the, ta- the, ta- the table swap, busted them both. Um, well, it, well, it was a ring post. He put, put a picture. Own, if but... you can see it, uh, you can't see it because my phone's blurring it. It's yeah, it's blurring it, but sure. There you go. Oh, 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 yeah, there we go. I see it. And he said, <clears throat> "Quote: The entire world is a graveyard, and if you think this was about putting my shoulders on the mat, you're rudely mistaken. My job was to destroy you and your world. The entire world hates you. You've become the beast I set out to make you." The screen's taking itself off. It would have still been better if he won, though. But it makes the point like it's like you can't you can't beat me because I've already won. I've turned you. You know, I've, I've like corrupted you. The fans booed you. Um, you become the beast I set up to make you, and I was willing to sacrifice my blood for it. Enjoy the seeds I have planted for months. The house always wins. Hashtag House of Black. I said this to begin with that Cody was getting the final win. Like if Black won this match, it would have just went on to another match, and Cody would have won that. So it was good that we just got it over and done with. We ripped the bandaid off. Yeah. Third match in is done. Yeah, they'll do a tag match at the pay per view, like him and Pac versus Andrade and Black. Is that what you're going for? I think so. It just gets four. It gets it gets Andrade and Pac on the card, doesn't it? So. Yeah, I suppose. But it's just a bit naff the storyline. Both Andrade and Blacks, and then Cody, Cody and Black. Even though it's been a good storyline, just this. If this is a payoff, I'm not that excited. But then again, I'm not American. Yeah. So that's all it is. I think Cody as a character, I think it's got more. It's got more to go. You know the what I mean? thing is, it's like Cody always states, "I know what I'm doing with my character, mate." The whole crowd is booing you. Yeah, but it's not even. It's not like he'll heat it. Go away. <laughs> I'll give Cody the benefit of the doubt because I think there's something coming. 
I, I genuinely hope so because something needs to change in his character. Like if they're going along with this whole blacks changing them, it needs to happen. Yeah, I think Some, it will. I mean, something what, has to change. What better way for it to happen than an attack match? Just bully Pack. Just turn on him. Yeah. Or, and then that would be his first rivalry afterwards. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, uh, I if if it plans out like that, I'm not gonna. I mean, I literally just it. I literally just came up with that idea right now. But yeah, why, why not? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get paid the big bucks, mate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's going to be it for Dynamite, and that's the end of the show. Um, do you want to do some highs and lows, Aaron? Um, I think my high... It's going to be... It's going to, it's going to be Vlad versus Cody, because the match was good. It was a very good match. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, as much as I've just gave fucking Cody grief. Really it, was, it was a really fun match, though. Like, yeah, it was he, a it was it was a really good Cody match, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, and Malo, I think, has to be. Um, can, can can I say a women's thing? <laughs> oh, I mean, at your own risk. Um, it's going to have to be Penelope versus Rivera. Hey, Ruby, so they're. They just didn't do it for me. Like okay. I've I've said weeks before, weeks prior, Ruby Soho, I'm not that big a fan of. So just the match didn't do anything for me at all. I felt like, I felt personally like it dragged along. So fair enough. That's my low. Uh for my high. Oh, so I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna say Brian B. Dustin. Yeah, I mean, it was between the two. It was between yeah. the first match and the last match. So. Quite a nice one. We had the Rhodes brothers sort of like bookending the show as well. It's quite nice. Yeah. Nice little there. Uh, because apparently Cody, uh, we didn't see this, but Cody came out afterwards for the live crowd and got a promo. Um, uh, okay. Basically, he said about like um, how much Orlando means to him as a player. So Dusty's buried in Orlando. Uh, okay. And so it's a really special town for, for the Rhodes family, which is quite nice, you know. Done all that, so yeah, it was quite cool. Yeah. It was quite so, cool for them. It was, like, it was nice for them both to be featured on the show in a in a town which means so much to the family, which was quite nice. Uh, so yes, that was cool. Uh, I don't know if I've got it down, you know, or hello or whatever you call it. Hello, uh, Dante Martin's acting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to know that it's, you can't do everything. It makes me feel a bit better about myself. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I can't jump six foot vertically, but at least I can deliver a line better than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there we go. We do have a few questions before we wrap up. Uh, so yeah. I'll run through those real quick. I'll say a few. I don't need to mean a few. Um, so first of all, Faye on Discord says, can you see Mox v. Eddie being a possibility? No. Now, this is, I mean, I would love on the one hand, Mox Fieri with the roles reversed from the last time. Like face Eddie getting annihilated by Mox would be lovely. But like I said, there's not a prayer, no prayer in hell that uh, they don't do Mox v. Danielson at the, the paper. Uh, Danielson is going to beat Kingston to a pulp. Uh, whose match is first? Is it Danielson's or Moxley's? I imagine it'll be Danielson's because Moxley hasn't even had his first match journey. So. That is true. I think it is because they're next rampage, isn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. 
does Danielson just be a cunt and batter Kingston to fuck? I think um, he just beats. I think he just beats him in a stiff or fair match. Stiff but fair match, right? Um, Moxley's just going to batter Orange Cassidy. The two of them are going to compete at full gear and elite shenanigans. Uh, so so I say I would. I would love. Like I said, I would love to see that match. I would love to see like Evil Mox versus you know veteran Eddie Kingston offering his body. Yeah, but. There's no way they don't. There's no way they leave the fucking Moxie Brian money on the table. That Danielson's first match is going to be his first loss is going to be Teddy Kingston. Right, well, first, first of all, think about this. I said this on Discord before. Um, Danielson's had like five good matches now in AW. They've all been good to great. He's, he's genuinely had five matches that have all been at least good. He hasn't even wrestled at Bayview yet. Nope. <laughs> Uh, and his first one's going to be against John. And his first one is probably going to be against John Moxley, and it's going <laughs> to be like a twenty-five minute war. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's just to answer the question, if I know as much as I would love, no. <laughs> as much as I would love to see Moxley Eddie, and I hope they get it at some point. I just don't see a world in which they don't do Brian versus Mox at the pay per view. Just think about it this way: Kenny's losing that title at Phil Gear, Moxley. Heel Moxley is going to be Hangman's first opponent. Yeah, like a fucking, horror, like a fucking slasher killer. Uh, I can't wait. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> Hangman's going to have to fucking overcome. But then um, that gives that gives Danielson Kenny now without the title. He can batter the elite. Yeah. And, and, then, and then and then when Kenny loses that, Adam Cole will strike. There, there you go. See, see, we've just booked it. <laughs> Um, Jay also on Discord. Uh, why is Tony Nice? Is he disrespecting Tony Nice? Like I mean, that? shut up, Jay. Tony Nice is awesome. He's the premier. He's, your, he's the premier. I'll tell you what. You take your shirt off, and Tony's taking his shirt <laughs> off. And we'll see who's. Uh, we'll see who's doing better, shall we? <laughs> Where's your cruiserweight tail? <laughs> is your cruiserweight classic match, mate? Hi. Uh, where's your WrestleMania pre-show match? <laughs> Fun fact, Tony Nice, he was in um did he was he he wasn't good check. He was in the um no, he was in the X Division. Remember this? So I'm gonna we'll talk a little TNA, no, Aaron. Uh, let's quick. talk about TNA. Right. So Tony Nice was in remember TNA did like that X Division like contract signing tournament. You're it was, me, it, was yeah. it was eventually won by Austin Aries. Right. I'm pretty sure Tony Nice was in it. Jack Evans was in it. He got into the final. What year was this? What year like, was 2011, it? maybe? 2012. So it's quite early, right? Okay. Bad times, okay. It was before Aries won the world title. Right. Was that uh, but it was like 2012, 2013. 2013, I want to say. 2013, I think it was Austin Aries, yeah. Because um, Battle for Glory 2010 was there here. Uh, right. 2010 was there here. 2011 would have been... That might have been Bobby Roode, maybe. Mm. And then that maybe 2012 would have been... Maybe 2012 was Austin Aries. Anyway, yeah. this would have been on 2010, 2011. Probably 2011 because it wasn't during the whole immortal shit. No, yeah, so yeah, 2011. We'll but they had, a, they, had a, they had a four-way match and the winner got a sort of contract and Austin Aries won it. And that's how he got signed. Like, but right. Jack Evans was in that match, which was crazy. Um, yeah, Tony Nice was involved in the whole tripang because they, like, they had loads of triple threat matches and they all fed into a four-man match at, uh, at Pay-Per-View. Yeah. And it was banging. Anyway, that's all, that's all I'm trying to get on. Tony Nice was in it, and Tony Nice was, and that's when I that's when I grew to love Tony Nice. So fuck you, Jay. Uh, Tony Nice is awesome. 
get out of it. Um, and then uh, last one from Faye, or two more from Faye. First of all, Halloween costume predictions for the Elite versus Dark Order match. The what? Halloween costumes? Yeah. Um, what's the... What's the match? I didn't quite pick up on what the match it's, it's, was. I think just it, said uh, the, it just said the elite versus the dark order. That could be like anything, like 5v5, 4 on 4. If John Silver isn't wearing assless chaps, then I don't want to know. Just everyone just comes as cowboys. If he's not, if he's not, if he's not a sexy cowboy. Everyone is cowboys apart from... Cowboy, yeah. I went on page. He was like a sexy cat. No, two of them have to be the horse. Well, would that be... Five and Colt. Five and Colt, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. And then the last one, when will Tony Elite sign Budge? Oh, um, I just got to wait and I'm shaving his head, I suppose. <laughs> I do you know. It's, it's all, well, it's, when you need a top manager, basically. Yeah? <laughs> do you know it's all about the Budge? It's all about the Budge. I love how that's like, crept into the real world like people are calling him Budge on his, on his gaming stream and it's really upsetting <laughs> uh, uh, it's the power of FIFA oh, there you go there you go I found that tournament for you mate okay you hit me right so the first round matches Austin Aries defeat Jimmy Raven Kid Cash right that's right it was when Kid Cash came back as well yeah uh, Zima Ion that's DJZ isn't it yeah Slash yeah. whatever the fuck he's in NXT. Uh, Joaquin Wild is his NXT name. Uh, defeated Dakota Darso and Federico Palacios. Don't remember, I don't remember either of those guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've He's got a name thing, but I can't see. Uh, Loki defeated Jimmy Yang and Matt Bentley. Okay. That, that sounds pretty all right, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and Jack Evans defeated Jesse Sorensen and Tony Nese. There you go. There you go. Jesse, uh, Jesse Sorensen, of course, would later have his neck broken by Zima Ryan. Is that why he stopped? I didn't know that's why he yeah, stopped. Yeah, Zima Ryan hit like a, an, a, an Ohio Moonsault, Ohio Moonsault off the um, off the apron and landed like on top of his head and just oh, pressed shit. his spine. It was fucking horrible. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jesse Sorensen is also that guy that had an own. A kayfabe relationship with Victoria, Tara, and TNA. Oh, she's she the one. She's one of the ones she was Coogan. Yeah, that, that was that one. And in, yeah. in, in, in the final, as you say, Austin Aries defeated Jack Evans, Loki, and Z-Mario. It was a Destination X, the final. So, fun fact, Jesse Sorensen did make a comeback to wrestling after his... Um... So, basically, TNA, TNA the fuck out of this. Dixie Carter basically said that she would always have a job for him because he got injured work for them. And then in 2013, he got released. So, yeah. Wow. Of course they did. Well well done, Dixie. Proud of you. He then um, appeared in NXT in 2015. Lost to Baron Corbin. And then appeared again. Um... Losing to Elias. Well, an AST. Yeah, and Champa. Oh, fair. He was also a Paragon Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champion one time with Wes Briscoe. Sure, I'll take your word for that. That's the fucking darkest timeline. <laughs> wow, sure. 
He also teamed with Aaron Solo in NXT in an eight-man tag match alongside against the likes of Big Cass and Enzo, the Hype Bros, yeah, and also um, Mecha Wolf 450 was in there as well, apparently. I, I don't know who they are. No, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm grasping the straws, you know. I think it's probably best, <laughs> probably best we wrap this shit up. Um, yeah. how, so that, how, do, how do we end up finishing on Jesse Sorensen's <laughs> career? I feel like we sort of ran out of steam towards the end there a little bit. Um, there you go. If you want everyone not Jesse Sorensen, he did um, carry on wrestling, and that's all brilliant. Good stuff. You'll have to see it. Right. That is going to do it from us for this week's AEW review. We're back to normal service next week with Dynamite on Wednesday, so we'll see that all back to normal, which will be lovely. Uh, Yeah, until then, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and see you later. Bye. Did you hear that Bone Soldier had a rash? His stablemates took to calling him Taiji Echimori. I mean, I'm too tired to even unpick that one. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. Here. <laughs>